Whatever it takes I know I can make it through A Degrassi podcast With Kelsey and Holland too I know I can make it through Hi and welcome to Whatever It Takes, a podcast about Degrassi Next Class. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Holland, and today we're talking about Season 2, Episode 10, Hashtag OMFG, the finale of Season 2. And what a cliffhanger! And can you read the episode summary? (laughs) Absolutely. I Oh my god, I'm so excited to talk about this episode. Um, Lola shuts down Shay's request to date Tiny. Can Zoe give in to her true self? Hunter worries that he's not worthy of Yale. Yeah, all of that is true. Yeah, yeah. This episode was a lot, <laughs> and I will say, I or I guess we should talk about the title. OMFG! Oh my fucking god! Yeah, indeed. A bus crashes at the end. Yeah. OMFG! <laughs> indeed. And Zoe comes out, and it's a whole thing. Oh my god, this episode is so fucking good, you guys. I know. We yeah, super cliffhanger. I will say I did get spoiled in some comments, I think, on a Degrassi No Context post. Yeah, me too. That a bus crash did indeed occur. So the last couple episodes, whenever they've been near a bus, I've been worried. But, like, I that's the only spoiler I had. I had no context. I didn't know who was on the bus or if anyone perishes on this bus or whatever going into this. So I just knew that there was a crash and drama ensues from that i had some more specific information ruined (laughs) for me also from someone in the comments so thanks guys (laughs) (laughs) so now i can't look at degrassi no context posts anymore because i think they're also officially ahead of us now so sorry guys yeah (laughs) i i'll I'll go back same i i muted them i didn't want to unfollow good call good call Um, also, I don't know if we want to come clean about this, but as soon as we finished this episode, I texted Kelsey and I I was like, did you finish it? There's a cliffhanger. What the heck's going on? And then she finished it and she's like, can we watch the next one now? (laughs) So we did immediately watch the next episode, but well, I'll think we'll try to keep that commentary out of this episode and save it for the next one but we'll see how well we do but just so you know (laughs) like I'm sure the way that it affected you guys when you watched it is the way that it affected us yeah we were like okay and we're going to the next one obviously (laughs) because we're spoiled and we didn't have to wait like a summer or whatever for the season premiere of the next episode to happen to find out like what happened on the bus who's okay is anyone okay didn't seem like anyone would be okay judging by the fucking it was upside down like in the images like what the fuck (laughs) how are there no i mean okay anyway i don't now it's gonna be complicated because like the lines are blurred on like what happened in this episode and the next one but we'll we will persevere Um, but the episode starts with a pep rally for the girls volleyball team because they're going to the finals against Northern Tech, of course. And honestly, I was really hoping for more of like a bring it on ending for this tournament because I feel like Northern Tech deserved the win more. But Hard agree. 
Um, that did not happen, unfortunately. I was not rooting for Degrassi at all in this episode. Yep, I'm with you. I mean, I was rooting for Shay. I still True. wanted Shay to win because I felt like she has more than earned that. But yeah, I, I also kind of, I guess they couldn't give them a bring it on ending and a bus crash. That would have been too mean. I guess so. Yeah. Um, But anyway, Tiny like comes over and is like, can I like to Shay and wants to borrow her to talk about like physics, quote unquote. But they just go and like kiss again. And she's like, wait, I can't keep kissing my friend's boyfriend. And A, well, he's like ex-boyfriend, but also keep kissing. How many times have you kissed since the last time? What's been going on? (laughs) They're so cute. I love them so much. And he gives her this necklace for good mojo. Also, I weirdly have a ton of fashion notes. I don't have a ton, but we can get into it. Uh, Hunter's jeans are saggy as hell. Did you notice that? Like I the did pockets not. are on the back of his thighs. And I'm I like, not. I thought sagging like ended long, long ago. I mean, they're not as baggy of pants, but what's going on, Hunter? Unclear. Um, Tristan's face paint exists. Also, I mean, <laughs> un- slightly, I mean, related to that, but not fashion. Blue and yellow are like the grossest school colors. Those were mine. (laughs) Those were mine in middle school. They were, it was like blue and gold, but it wasn't really gold. It was just like, like marigold. (laughs) Mm, Terrible. That's like, yeah, that's what my high school was too. But also if you played like any sports in any sports leagues in our town, like rec or competitive, your colors were also usually blue and gold. Like I remember I had a, like a reversible, soccer jersey for rec soccer where like one side was blue and the other side was yellow and so like blue and gold has been a part of my like workout clothes aesthetic since I was like eight so I think I'm numb to the combination at this point because it's just always been there for me understandable yeah the my um my college colors were terrible it was like red and gold mine were black and gold my high school the only good thing that they did sports related because again our mascot name was the indians which by the way guys we had a whole thing um in june where we actually got them to like get rid of that it was a really big deal for a very small town in new jersey and a lot of people got mad and it was amazing um have they chosen a new one Oh, I have no idea. I haven't really been paying attention. <laughs> I've been checking in occasionally to make sure they didn't backpedal, but I've been to a lot of virtual school board meetings where they're like, we literally will never backpedal on this. Like, don't worry. It has That's been decided. Um, but the only good thing that they ever did was have nice school colors, which were just green and white. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, my elementary school was green and gold. My middle school was black and orange because we were the Bengals. And then it was blue and gold for high school. I don't know why they're all different, but because they were literally all next to each other in my town. <laughs> um, but anyway, oh, yes. More, I have oh, fashion. fashion. Yeah. Zoe wears kind of a bodycon-ish dress. Yeah. Um, That's also, my only other note. She has like this cool, I, I don't love that dress. It feels like a weird choice for high school um but yeah she's wearing a cool like geometric necklace that i really enjoy 
um mrs hollingsworth wears a jumpsuit mrs hollingsworth like just right on the cutting edge of fashion like she looks fantastic yes i made a mental note of the jumpsuit but i was taking notes about hunter's saggy pants so the moment passed me to note them uh Um, winston wears a stupid headband um maya's school spirit outfit exists a lot of people are wearing like are getting really into the school spirit in different degrees. Like Zoe's like one of the only ones that's not wearing blue and gold. Um, <laughs> and Zoe wears uh, super strappy heels. Um, again, like her entire outfit. I'm like, who's going to wear that to high school? It doesn't look comfortable. No, it doesn't. It does not look comfortable at all. And Zoe in the cheer outfit is a weird time. Yeah, which just reminds me like zoe has been here forever like she what she used to be on spirit squad but yeah. then the oomph chat stuff ha- like zoe has done so much on this show and she's only a junior like this is they like when they messed with the timelines and drew everything out it just really messed with my brain same um, here <laughs> but yeah but also in the scene with are we done with fashion oh yeah i'm done Okay. Um, But while Tiny and Shay are, like, aside and talking, he's also saying, like, hey, well, Lola asked you permission to date me, right? Like, why don't you just ask her for her permission? And it's like, okay, that's a good idea. Let's see what happens there. Um, But then we're with Hunter, and his mom comes in, and they get a phone call about the swatting incident and apparently it cost fifteen thousand dollars and now his case is going to court in a month and we're just gonna see what happens also apparently their mom still hangs out with the dad because she said like oh your dad now you're going to that game later and i'm assuming it's because frankie's in it but i'm still confused as to like why we have contact with mr hollingsworth but i don't know I don't either. I'm I'm unclear as to their relationship and if it still exists and he's just not allowed in the house or what the deal is. Yeah, or if it's just like co-parenting stuff. Yeah. Also, um, Mrs. Hollingsworth, so uh, Hunter has a date with Yale at the same, at, while they're going to be there, but Miles is going to be in the house. So she right. says, Miles will be here to keep you out of trouble. I can't believe I just <laughs> said that. <laughs> Oh, Miles has come so far. Right. Um, yes. But then we are, Zoe's like unloading boxes or something. What is she? I can't remember what she's doing. But Grace comes by kind of offering an olive branch to Zoe after like the whole, her whole incident happened in the ravine. And she's thanking her for helping out and said that she finally told Maya, but she still hasn't told Zig and Tiny about her CF. And it's just, it's like, Zoe's still icy or apprehensive, but it seems like they're, like, on their way to mending things, and I'm very happy about it. Me too. Grace has some great lines in this. Um, She says, life's too short to keep pushing people away, especially mine, which is so Mm -hmm. sad. But also, like, yeah, good for her for, like, you know, bringing people in closer. Yeah. Also, Winston Uh calls um zoe's sweetums which i do not care for (laughs) and grace is like clearly not buying this relationship at all no nobody is 
but also sweetums is such a like that does like that's such a winston thing to call your girlfriend um <laughs> he also says milady like not ironically no <laughs> like it's happened multiple times i don't like um, it i don't either but then we are with Shay, who is asking Lola permission to date Tiny. But Lola's like, oh, wow. Um, no. <laughs> yeah. Like, she's like, I really appreciate how you were, like, so nice and, like, granted me permission. And Lola, like, she goes on this whole thing and she's like, so obviously, no, I'm not granting permission because I dated Tiny for eight months. So, like... How do you think I'll feel if you date him now? It's like, oh, okay, yikes. <laughs> it's it's actually like pretty horrendous. Like I understand. Like you you are well within your rights to say no to that. But her explanation is so it makes it so much worse. Like the first part of her explanation is that they are way too compatible, so it'll right. be a real thing. Right. And the second part of her explanation is basically that she's incredibly selfish. She's like, you know, I like I watched how hard it was for you when you said yes. And then I dated him. So I don't want to do that to myself. Exactly. You watched how hard it was for her and you kept going. Fuck you. She said, Tiny was my bae for eight months. Imagine how I'll feel. Sorry, but thanks for asking. Like, oh, Lola. Lola. I mean, it's like it's a shitty situation no matter what. But it's also like I feel like you can't in the end, you can't really dictate what like who people choose to date. But I guess it's like I don't know. It's very tricky and very high school where it's like I really like this person, but I don't want to hurt my friend. But also but like it's I feel like there are no winners in this triple deal. Truly. The only way that this ever would have worked out is if Shay had just stood up for herself when Lola asked and been like, no. No, I don't know. Yeah. Or I feel like maybe like maybe let's give it a couple months before we pursue it. Like, I feel like the breakup is still pretty fresh. That is true. Tiny. That is like maybe. Maybe wait for her to kind of get over it a little bit. Like, let her heal. Let them both heal from the breakup and not immediately jump into it. But I don't know. But it's high school. <laughs> Time is of the essence. You only yeah. have so long. That's true. Um, But then we're with Winston and Zoe. They're kissing. I don't remember where they are or what they're doing. Oh, uh, they are. So Zoe is like getting things out of the equipment room and she is she is bending over and he's checking her out, which is like really uncomfortable for us to watch. And then she pulls out a cheerleading outfit or whatever. And she's like, this is so funny. And he's like making out with they're like making out and he's like getting really handsy. And he's like, you know, I always had like a cheerleader fetish, whatever thing. And she, like, pushes him away, basically. And she's like, that's because you're a perv or something like that. And then he gets upset. Also, they're kissing. Extremely awkward. So Um, awkward. Oh, you know what it is? It's that he's, like, she's, like, not into it, clearly. And he's like, I'm worried that there's a problem. Is it me? Is it you? What's going on? And she's like, no, it's just that my boyfriend is, is like, a pervy horn dog or whatever. Yeah. And he gets offended, obviously. And she's like... It was a joke. I was kidding. Ha ha. And he's like, um, I'm not laughing. Bye. Essentially. 
is what happens there. Yep. Oh, no. She says, I'm sorry. It was a joke. And he's like, and so was whatever this relationship is. And then he leaves. Um, Which is fair because. Yeah. This is not. <laughs> Zoe's not being a good girlfriend because she does not like him or boys. And we just need to remove ourselves from this now, please. Um, but then we are back with Tiny, who has made a sign for Shay. And so Shay sweet. comes it's very sweet, I but love Shay's him like so much. <laughs> <laughs> but Shay's like, so she said no, we can't date, sorry. And he's like, um, this is bullshit. I wanted you way before Lola, but you said no. And then Shay's like, well, that's because I didn't want any distractions. And it's just it's just kind of spiraling into, like, everybody being upset and blaming the other person for this not happening. And everyone's mad. And Tiny's like, well, I can't just, like, remove my emotions from situations. And Shay's like, well, maybe that's another reason why this isn't going to work. Because I can, basically. Which is it's not grim. great. <laughs> Also, he's it's like, not great. It's not great at all. This whole interaction like made me so sad. And he, she's like, we can still be friends. And she's pretty cheerful about it. And he's like, why are you happy about this? And she's like, I, and he's like, this doesn't make me happy. And she's like, yeah. of course I'm not happy. But I haven't been happy in a year. So like, what difference does now make? Which is it's extremely so, depressing. It's so sad. And she's like, I still want you to go to the game. And he's like, I don't want to be a distraction. Yeah. Mm. oh boy oh poorly handled so poorly Poorly handled handled. um yeah i don't know again i'm like maybe like you guys can pause take a beat and then maybe revisit in a couple months i don't know anyway miles is now helping hunter get ready for his date he's like girls like romance they want they like, they will like it if it looks like you are trying on this date, Hunter. Like, put out the candles. It'll be okay. Promise. <laughs> Trust me. But then, before Yale gets here, Baz and VJ are here with the mascot head, which we have not seen that panther head in such a long time. Yep. And Remember like, when JT was the mascot? Ugh, JT. R.I.P. Mm. Um... But they come in and they're like, we figured out a way to sneak you into the game. And Hunter's like, get the fuck out. I'm not going to the game. (laughs) And then Yale walks in and they're like, wait, what's going on here? Oh, no, you guys are going to start dating now. We need to discuss ground rules for our friend group now. And I'm like, this is none of your business, people. And VJ like sees it's happening and he's like, oh, I am staying to witness this he's just well as he has previously expressed a couple of times he lives for the drama and i get that yes but also he probably should have like reined in baz who fully lacks boundaries in a way that i'm like i'm a little bit concerned about him and his ability to interact socially yeah it's not good and no one's really checking him on it either no which is concerning um, like not even Hunter really does. Like he's just like this is stupid, and you know is like yeah this is dumb, and like but no one is like you are overstepping. Like get the fuck out. And maybe that's just is, because they're young. Yeah, this is not a normal social interaction, sir. No, <laughs> this is none of your business. Um, not everything is about you. Uh, but yeah, but then we are with Zoe. 
in the hallway on a bench scrolling the toxic self-harm hashtags again and I don't like it and then she reveals she like pulls up her skirt and we see that she has been harming her leg and it's very sad and I hate it and I don't like it and she takes a photo of it and like I think she's commenting on photos and is like nobody likes me and someone says I like you I think you're funny and I think in response to that she like posts a photo of her like I think she's like been just like digging her fingernails into her leg until it bleeds or something like that she takes a photo of that and I can't remember what she posts but she's like I can't I can't remember what the post said but she posts a photo of that on her Instagram but then Grace comes over and sees her phone and is like what are you doing like, are you hurting yourself? What's going on? And Zoe's like, whatever, lots of people do it. And she's like, that doesn't make it okay. Self-harm is serious. Sorry, I'm trying to read my notes. Yeah, that's okay. And she's also like, you know, it'd be easier to come out than to keep doing this to yourself. And right. Zoe is like, why? So some stupid girl can break my heart again? And it's so sad. <laughs> and also not to make light of what is a very serious issue and I feel like I can maybe make a joke because of my history with self-harm but reading the comments on this fake hasty gram post reads like a really well done emo song <laughs> what do they say I don't remember but it was just like all it was like it was just like picture any like truly emo emo song I'm not talking like taking back Sunday I'm talking like real emo that is the lyrics like some like fucking i can't even think of a band right now it was but it was so spot on gotcha i was about to recite a taking back sunday lyric but i will not actually it kind of was like i know exactly what lyric you're gonna say it kind (laughs) of was like exactly that lyric i don't know why i I called out taking back sunday because it's pretty spot on (laughs) Uh, oh boy um was it the you like slit my throat or in my last gasping breath, I apologize, apologize for, for bleeding on your bleeding shirt. On your shirt, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah. So, but Grace is just like, don't do. Like, I think she says the thing about not wanting to get her heart broken by a girl again, and then Grace gets kind of defensive and is like, "Fine, whatever. Like, this is a bad idea." But she kind of storms away, and I'm like, "Wait, no, tell an adult." Like, the guidance counselor has to be so close. Like, remember when Paige confronted Ellie and, like, they went to the counselor together? Why is nobody doing this? <laughs> Seriously. Also, like, Zoe, like, fully, like, when she lashes out at her, um, Grace does say something that she says, yeah, until you push him away, too. Like, talking about Winston. And right. my only note on that is, like, that's pretty rich coming from Grace. Like, she only very recently started, like, letting people in. Right. That's true. Um, also, um, apparently everyone is cool with Zig now. They're all at, like, the bus, and Grace and Maya are both like, yeah, I guess we're fine with Zig. Yeah. He's like, can I hang I out? just wrote, I wrote, lol, Zig is here, and it's weird. <laughs> um, But, yeah, so, every, oh, yeah, so they're, Zoe, I guess, I don't think we said this, but Zoe and Winston are, like, organizing getting people on a bus to go bus over to the volleyball game later like they're in charge of the list 
and checking people in, but they're not actually going on the bus. So everyone's kind of congregating to get on the bus to go to the volleyball final game. Well, I think they Um, are supposed to go on the bus, but then the whole thing with Zoe, like being like, I'm going to seduce you instead and then we'll just drive there. Or we'll okay. skip the game or whatever. Like, we'll skip it remember. and stay. Yeah, she says that they can... She, like, basically goes over there and is, like... She's, like, I have a surprise for you in the equipment room. Like, let's skip the game. Like, when you're done checking people in, meet me there. We'll just skip the game and stay here. Right. Okay. I couldn't remember if it was, like, we're actually skipping the game or if they were just, like, after we're done getting people on the bus, let's go do this. So, she, yeah, she wants him to meet her in... The supply room because she has a surprise. I can't remember if she says sexy surprise or just surprise. I'm going to choose to believe it was just surprise. I think it was just Uh, surprise, but she does like a voice. Yeah. And then we are back at the Hollingsworth house and we're still like debating about like terms of the relationship of Hunter and Yale that like hasn't even technically really like started yet yeah Bass says acceptable levels of pda (laughs) is what they're trying to figure out currently and right hunter's like this is stupid and my note was like this is stupid (laughs) this is so dumb and then um and then they're like and what if you break up and vj's like i'm team yale if you two break up it's for sure hunter's fault which is rude it is rude. and yale's (laughs) like look if we break up it will be an amicable full split please go away and Baz fully, like, if this wasn't already an overstep, I, like, wanted to scream. He fully oversteps. He's like, well, what if yeah. he gets crazy again and something happens? And Hunter's like, I won't. And he was, and he was like, yeah, he won't, basically. And he's like, well, he did just get out of, like, a psych ward. It's like, fuck you, Baz. And that's when Hunter kicks everyone out, including Yale, because he's just like, now he's all second guessing himself and Baz yeah. is such an asshole. I fucking hate him. Yeah, he like I think he literally calls him a ticking time bomb yep. and he like brings up the swatting shit like and he still has this court case going. Like shut up. I like aren't you supposed to be his friend, Baz? Like do you do you actually have compassion for other human beings cuz every interaction I have seen of him with someone else has been totally awful and horrible and he i have not seen him be nice like for real i don't think ever i was literally gonna say before but i knew we'd get to this part and i'm just like i'll get a chance to say it then i think that he's an actual sociopath yeah no empathy like there's (laughs) something wrong there's something wrong like i I truly i truly think he's a sociopath and also I no longer regret my Derek comparison. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we'll see, but... TBD, but he like, sucks. Luckily, none of his actions have resulted in, like, the, like, explicit abuse and harassment that Derek's character actually performed. True. And I hope we don't get there, but mentality-wise, very similar. Very similar. Just no... Just no regard for anybody other than themselves um just an inability to relate to other people or their feelings it's outrageous (laughs) and i and i yeah and i no longer think the Derek comparison is unfair 
Um, Thank you. I feel I feel vindicated. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like I feel it's like a lot has been building up. <laughs> um, and this is just another thing where he's being awful. Um, but yeah, he so Hunter like shoes everyone away. But then we are at the game and like Frankie apologizes to the Northern Tech captain. Is her name Kara? Kara? I think that's her name. I think so. Um, I can't remember. I just I've always just called her Northern Tech Captain. You know, I don't remember <laughs> side characters' names. I barely remember main characters' names. I still True. switch up. I constantly forget and switch up Grace, Zoe, Maya. All those names yeah. I like flip yeah. around. Yeah, I agree. Um, but she apologizes to her and she's like, "Okay, yeah, sure, you can play." And then like Frankie walks away and Shay's like thanks for letting her play like I know it's tough but also don't you want to be playing us at our best or something like that and the captain is like well it's not like I had a choice like we, it's not like I couldn't let her play it's gonna turn into a whole thing and I'm sick of always having to be the bigger person and this sucks and I feel really bad for her and she also like, she shouldn't have to accept her apology if she's not ready to absolutely and also she flips it around on shay and i don't think she knows how much shay really like can't is going to relate to this like beyond just you know just like in her whole life beyond just like the volleyball thing and the frankie thing she says like you said um i'm sick of always having to be the bigger person and then she says aren't you and that's when shay like loses her shit because she's like yeah, she was the bigger person for all of the tiny stuff. She was the bigger mm-hmm. person for the volleyball stuff. She's always the bigger person. And Lola and Frankie and all of her friends are so fucking selfish. True. True. Um, But then we're back with Hunter. I think we're at home. And he's talking to Miles about everything that happened. And Hunter's still kind of insecure about all the stuff he's been going through and he doesn't want to hurt Yale and he's afraid of losing control and he's like letting his fear get in the way of just like of trying things and Miles says you didn't choose to be built this way built the way you are so you can only be the best hunter you can be which hunter is like that's really cheesy and I'm like but it's true it's true (laughs) Miles has grown so much I know. And now Miles is going to help sneak Hunter into the game so we can go talk to Yale and apologize. And, but then at the game, shit, also, all the while, the bus has still not showed up to the game. It is officially left by now. Um, But we're at the game. Shay is, like, hogging the court, not being a team player because she's pissed off about always having to be the bigger person and she's letting it get in the way of her game and she kind of has a blow up on the court and after she has projected her feelings and problems into the game enough Lola tells her to text Tiny and to do it before she changes her mind because she sees how it is affecting Shay. Plus, like, I'm sorry, but Shay and Tiny are such a better couple than Lola and Tiny were. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Lola and Tiny were very cute, but they were not, like, emotionally compatible. I feel like it was very much like a first boyfriend, girlfriend, 
type of situation where it's like, I think you're cute. I think you're cute. What else? I don't know. And it was just kind of about that. (laughs) Pretty much. Um, And it's like, maybe this isn't enough. (laughs) Um, But then we're in the supply room back at the grassy. Zoe is in an old cheerleading outfit and is seducing Winston, powering through, hardcore making out with him. And crying the entire time. And freaking out. And Winston is like, um, I don't, what's going on? I'm uncomfortable. What's going on? This is like, what's happening? And he's always like, why are you being weird? This is what you wanted, isn't it? And he's like, no, this is not normal. And he's like, what is going on? Like, you obviously don't want to do this. And then Zoe comes out to Winston and... His first response is kind of not great. He's like, you? Seriously? And I'm like, oh, Winston, no. That's what she's super insecure about. And she's like, do you hate me? And he's like, no, obviously not. Um, and I think he says, like, is that why you're hurting yourself? And she's like, how did you know about that? And he's like, I didn't, like, I suspected, but... I didn't actually know if anything was going on, but I think you really should get help for that. For that, not for being gay. Like, that's fine. (laughs) He specifies. Also, um, he's going to give her a ride to the volleyball game so they can still go, since obviously this isn't going to happen. And also, Winston ever himself. Oh, yeah. And so she can talk to Grace. I forgot about that. And then um, Winston ever himself says, when you, he's like, she's like, can we still be friends? And he's like, on, on one condition, when you come out, clarify that I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> I loved it. But this was a very nice moment. And I was honestly expecting this to blow up so much more than it did. Yeah. And I'm really glad that it did not get as bad as my brain was, like, preparing me for. Um. And I'm happy that they're still friends. And, like, Winston is ever always so understanding. Well, not always, but he's very understanding in this moment. And I appreciate it. And I'm just happy that Zoe has spoken her truth. And we're no longer in the sham of a relationship. And they're still going to be friends. Thank and he doesn't God. feel, like, betrayed. Yeah. He's not like, you, like, used me or whatever. Like, that doesn't even happen at all, and I'm so happy. I really I'm didn't. so happy. I didn't think he would. Like, Winston doesn't strike me as that type. But once in a while, they'll just, like, have a character, have a moment that doesn't feel in character at all. Exactly. And I'm glad that she's not, like, and it's also we're not going to continue the sham. They're just still going to be friends. Yeah, Which is totally. also nice. Um... But then we're back <laughs> we're back at the volleyball game and here I write I'm honestly rooting for Northern Tech right now. And because like the game is really close and it's almost over, but Degrassi's coming together to pull through and then they win and I'm like, "Ugh, disappointing." <laughs> honestly disappointed. <laughs> and you know, the, the three best friends score the winning point. And they win, but nobody's cheering. Because nobody from Degrassi is here yet. And I am worried. And Kara comes over and is like, hey, I'm like, I'm really sorry. 
And Shay's like, what are you talking about it? What are you talking about? She's like, oh, no, you haven't heard yet. And then we see the news and the bus crashed and it is upside down on the side of the freeway. And it's horrifying. Can I just say that just hearing you talk about it right now, I once again have like knots in my stomach, full body chills, freaking out, even though I know what happens. Yeah, even though I knew it happened, but like, see, just seeing the upside down bus on the news coverage holy was shit. like, holy fucking shit. It was also giving me flat, like, it kind of reminded me of the Veronica Mars season two. <gasps> with yeah. With the bus crash. Yeah. I mean, luckily, as we'll see, like, the fatality outcome is not the same <laughs> on that bus. Well, yeah. Or on this Degrassi bus. Like, spoilers for that, at least. Like, literally everyone died on that bus in Veronica Mars. So, luckily, that's not happening here. But. Veronica Mars, what a wild ride. Oh, my God. <laughs> was that pun intended? <laughs> um, but, yeah, then Yale is here. Or, Hunter is calling Yale. She answers the phone. Apparently, they missed the bus, and they're here now. And Hunter's apologizing. Um... And he's like, I don't want to scare you, but I'm sorry. I don't remember. Um, but then they kiss. Like, she arrives and it's like, oh, my God, this crazy thing happened. But we're together now, essentially. I don't know. At this point, everything is a whirlwind. And I'm, like, trying to note things. Oh, wait, no. Then we see the news and we see that it's upside down here after the Hunter Yale kiss. No fatalities are reported yet, but at least one person is in critical condition that's kind of all the information we get before the episode ends. Frankie, Shay, and Lola, like, are crying and hugging each other. And then it ends, and I am, like, I am appalled. I'm appalled. I don't know if we ever really have had a quite a cliffhanger like this in Degrassi yet. Can you remember anything that's, like, actually a cliffhanger, like, season finale? Um, the, the when the gun goes off between Rick and Sean. But that's not a season finale. Was it not? No, it was a two-parter. No. Yeah, I don't think ever on a season finale. You know like, what it made me think of? It, it reminded me of like a Grey's Anatomy season finale where it's like truly oh, totally. insane, which is yeah. also why, I mean, we're going to get into the next episode, but it's also why the next episode felt almost like a letdown to me because I was like kind of expecting like the Grey's Anatomy thing where it just picked up where it left off and it's still exactly. fucking crazy. And instead it was like, it's three months later. And here are some social media posts like documenting what happened in the past. Like part of me is like happy that we didn't have to see them like struggling to like get out of this bus or experience this crash like the gratuitous like violence and trauma that that could cause depicting on screen I understand not wanting to do that I mean I guess we're talking about the next episode now but yeah it was kind of like oh okay and now we're just starting and here's a catch-up of what happened but in this moment before we watch the next episode I was freaking out, and that's why I texted you immediately, hoping you'd say, let's watch the next one now. Well, that's why I texted you like an hour or two later, being like, no, you're right. Let's watch the next one now. I'm so sorry. I didn't believe you. Well, I don't think I I don't think I actually explicitly said, like, can we watch the next one? I think I was just texting you to be like, there's a cliffhanger. <laughs> and, like, 
please watch this now so you can experience what I have just experienced. And then silently I was hoping, please don't, please like see if you want to watch the next one. <laughs> yes. And I, and eventually I did. And we did. Yes. I mean, don't get yes. me wrong. We're going to talk about it in like an hour or so. And for you guys <laughs> next week. Yeah. And I did really like the premiere I just I think yeah. I think I'm so used to Degrassi not Degrassi who I think I'm so used to like having maybe it is because it was so not a Degrassi season finale this yeah. like bus crash situation it felt so much more like a Grey's Anatomy like high drama thing that I was expecting the drama to continue and it really didn't feel like it did like I yeah. don't want to watch like teenagers struggling for their lives I'm not a fucking sociopath but <laughs> I would have liked to see like the way uh, more like the emotional end, like the waiting right. room. The, not I don't want to see people fighting for their lives because they're children. I want to see like the friends kind of being together and you know that and like supporting each other and like dealing with the emotional fallout. Yeah, like we've had that. Like Degrassi has proven that they can do that successfully. Like. The Fallout episode, like, like the time stands still, the shooting episode and, like, the aftermath episode of everyone, like, trying to come to terms with that. And, like, when JT was stabbed and, like, everyone was in the hospital and f- figuring that, like, they're good at those emotional moments. And I'm kind of, I am kind of surprised that we didn't at least pick up, like, at the hospital, rushing yeah. people in trying to figure out who was the critically harmed person. Like, that just seems like good TV writing. Like, you'd want to have that drama at least in the first, like, five minutes. We're, like, talking about not this episode, but whatever. Whatever. But I feel like I was robbed of that. They would want to, like, get some shots, like, rushing in gurneys and, like, trying to figure out, like, who is... Like, because I'm sure the whole summer everyone was like, who's the critically injured person? Like, who is it? And then it's just like, it's this person. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay, <laughs> I guess. All right. It, it really like... Here's it, an Instagram. It like, it just, yeah, it feels like we were like robbed of the emotional moments. Yeah. But I guess we can talk about that more in the next episode because <laughs> now this one's done. Uh, do we have a spirit squad captain of this episode? Shay for finally sticking up for herself and 1000% Zoe for finally coming out. Yes. I totally agree. Completely agree. I mean, ship, ship? is Shay and tiny. Shiny. Shiny with a, with Shiny's an honorable back. mention for Yale and Hunter. Oh yeah. I do like them too. Um, all right. Grapevine. Okay. So we have tweet from Robin Nicole, um, who says quotes, Vote for Tristan, first gay president, is such an insult to Marco Del Rossi. Put some respect on his name. He held a blood drive that he got banned from. Damn. That made me laugh. And also (laughs) correct. Yes, exactly. How could you forget President Marco Del Rossi? And he went through so much. What? Oh, he really did. He went through so much. He paved the way for... Like, so many gay characters on all of TV after him. Like, that is cult. He is he was a cultural reset, literally. Truly. In the early 2000s. Um, but then we also got an 
we just wanted to shout out Amethyst Beloved, longtime listener, longtime SoundCloud commenter. Uh, she comments on almost all of our, I think all of our episodes on SoundCloud. Um, and we also, she sent us a lovely email about fan fictions and she writes a lot of trials fan fictions. So we just wanted to shout out her Tumblr, which is amethystbeloved.tumblr.com slash trials fan fiction 100. Um, I think that's a, a for a specific story, but otherwise go check her out. And thanks for commenting on all of our episodes. I look forward to it every week. I know, me too. Also, um, she has left comments on our on our SoundCloud episodes um, with links to her fan fiction. So, oh yes, if you want to read true. any of those too. Yes, if you're a big trials shipper, she is the one for you. Um, but that is all the grapevine that we have. So if you'd like to be featured on a future Grapevine segment, you can tweet at us at DegrassiPod or, or you can email us at whateverittakespodcast at gmail.com. You can listen to us pretty much anywhere, but if you're on Apple Podcasts, if you could rate, review, and subscribe, that would be super cool. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Hollandtacular. And you can follow me on Instagram at KellerHighWater or you can follow me on Twitter at Z at the end. Or my Halloween episode podcast with Sean P. Quigley called The Halloween Episode is still happening. Um, We just did Buffy, uh, the first Buffy Halloween episode, which is not out yet, but it will be out by the time this episode comes up. So go listen to that one. Um, We also did Community. Um, because we were like, what if we did something that's not 90s? And then, and it was really fun, but we decided we're going back to 90s because we're like, this doesn't fit our <laughs> format. Um, but yeah, we got a couple fun ones and uh, you, we will have one more after this and then we are going to be on hiatus until next October. <laughs> oh my gosh, that came and went so fast. <laughs> I know. It's kind of the beauty of the thing. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> It's like a it's it's like Sherlock. It's just a very limited mini series every season. <laughs> um, and then I guess in terms of other things to recommend, I was very true crimey yesterday. Well, not well true crimey and other and fake crimey. Um, I watched Gone Girl yesterday. For the first time since 2014, along with the commentary, and it was very good. But I'm actually going to recommend American Murder, The Family Next Door, which is a Netflix documentary, which kind of, like, reminded me of Gone Girl a little bit. So I recommend that. It's on Netflix. There you go. Um, I was going to recommend a murder podcast, but that might be too much murder. So I'm going to recommend a different (laughs) podcast that I've already suggested to Holland. It's called You're Wrong About. And they like, it's so good. They just, they go through, um, all of these things that you like kind of remember that you knew a little bit about or you've heard of, but you don't really know like satanic panic, killer clowns, uh, you know, princess Diana, um, Disco Demolition Night, Courtney Love, The Prom Mom, like things that are like urban legends or like stories from the news that you kind of remember or like they did Going Postal. They'll do like phrases too and where that uh, came yeah. from. It's really fucking good. Like it's one I of the best podcasts I've heard in a while. 
Nice. I haven't downloaded, but I haven't listened yet because I'm behind on all of my podcasts. Um, but it sounds awesome. It's so good. Um, but that is all that we have for you guys today. Thank you, as always, to Jay for our wonderful theme song. And thank all of you for listening. Goodbye, Panthers. Bye, Panthers. Mm-hmm.